We're the Pragmatic Doulas. This is a podcast where we talk all about birth and other interesting things. Birth may be a goddess, but she doesn't want to be worshipped. She wants to be respected. She doesn't want incense. She wants common sense. All right. Welcome to the Pragmatic Doulas podcast. I am Kim Fernandez. Hello! And me, it's me, I'm back! She's finally fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> has it been that long? Yes, I was, I was yes only it gone has. for 17 days, but I guess it was, Three a, podcasts. it was a lot of episodes. Yeah, I felt bad. We had planned that... I felt bad. Mm. Bullshit. Um, no, really I did, because we had a couple of plans, two or maybe even three setups, mm-hmm. where I was supposed to call in. Oh my god! And I really, I meant to. I really meant to. But it would mean me calling in like like eleven o'clock at night or ten. The o'clock last at one night we actually waited for a little bit. Yeah. And you never called. And I, I'm telling you, I well, I don't know about you guys, but after a day of hard walking and being in the sun all day, I'm out. I eat dinner and then I'm done. And I remember lying there and it was like eight thirty. And I thought, shit, I'm gonna have to like go down in the lobby and call in. And talk intelligently. I'm going to do that. I really uh, gone, gone. So sorry. No, I could I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried every single time. Every single time was impossible. Yeah, fine. <laughs> but it's good to be back. It's good to be back. And as promised last as promised, week, <laughs> we have special guests. Very special guests. And they are. You go. The Dynamic Doulas of London! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. We don't have sophisticated audio equipment. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, drum roll. I'm so, I'm so hyped to have you guys here because I am super fans of yours on Instagram. Like, I never miss your stories. I follow oh, them. Man. I swipe through everybody else's stories <laughs> to get to to get to get yours because I, I love you guys so much and I can't believe you're here. Oh, so so why don't you go around and tell us your names, like who you are. And do you have, like, special roles in the Dynamic Doula setup? Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 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 I'm Sarah Hutchison. Um, I don't have a special role. I guess, I, well, okay, yeah. I teach the prenatal classes. Mm. We all do birth. Em and I do probably do a bit more of the postpartum mm-hmm. stuff. That's even more recent. We've only been together for a year and a half. We started what? in July last yeah. year. That's we've been it? friends for a lot longer. Yeah. But we uh, only... Put together. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, we've been doulas for eight years yeah. and seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Em for three. three? Yeah. yeah. But together a year and a half. And yeah. So then what do you do? Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> you are. I am Lara. Uh, my last name is Martins when it comes to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I am a massage therapist full time, mm, so okay. I bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. And also L- literally do, to the yes, table. to the yeah. table. Mm. And I do mostly births. I don't do a lot of postpartum because I'm massaging all the time. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. You're just rubbing people up just all day long. All day Check long. out her thumbs. Oh, great. That, oh, yeah. That's why her massages are so good. Oh, wow. Oh, are those special massage thumbs? They are. Like I have them installed. <laughs> those are special thumbs, aren't they? Yeah. They have a name. Yeah, they're brachiodactyl or toe thumbs or have murderer's you, you know thumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Murderer's thumb. That's what they're actually <laughs> oh. called. <laughs> yeah. The best part is when you have calluses, though. Oh, yeah. I have really. it's like exfoliating and the massage <laughs> at the same time. We all do oh, CrossFit also. So like from kids. holding the barbell, my I do have to sand oh my, my calluses down a lot. As, as I smell the donut vapor oh, oh, the, the donuts will still me. be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. And you are? I'm Emily. Um, Oh, I don't even know my special role. You're our admin. I guess. Um, I do a lot of the, I guess, most of the intakes with all of our clients that come through and then kind of match them up and figure out who's available. Mm -hmm. Um, I do births. I like the postpartum work a little bit more, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, And I spend my other time at the gym where I see their faces. (laughs) That's great. That's really amazing. Oh, I love you guys so much. It's great. We love you guys. We do. Yeah. Um, did we have prepared questions for them or were we just nope. going to like nope. pepper, pepper them <laughs> wing with, it. yeah, wing it as we usually do. I did say, I'm going to write some questions down officially, but of course I did. So what I want to know. We have the best of intentions and are lazy Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I want to, oh, I don't think it was my earring. What I want to know about you guys is how, how you got started working together and how you actually work together, right? Not just in your different roles, but how the dynamics actually work in the dynamic doulas. Mm-hmm. Hello, Hi, Jack. Jack. He's smelling the donuts, you know? Mm. <laughs> I see it. It's under you. What's wrong over there? Do you want yeah, me to go? Sorry, go technical it. difficulties here. Mm-hmm. It started because you were it so busy. It started because I was so busy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you were so busy with yeah. massage clients? No, with doula clients. So I was booking so many doula clients through prenatal massage that was how i got started was massaging pregnant people and then turning them into doula clients and i was asking these guys to be my backups all the time but nothing was ever official it was always just oh i have to go to this wedding can you be my backup and it was all just willy-nilly through texts So, and I needed them to decompress also. That was probably the biggest thing too, is Sarah and I would be in a CrossFit class and I would be talking about birth the whole time and not actually doing anything because I needed to talk about everything that went right and wrong at the birth and run it through her. So, and same with Emily. Emily and I would be in the office at the gym talking all the time about birth, but never actually devoting our time to making a business. So then I said to them one day, what if we actually do this? Like, what if we make a collective and do this together at the time I was working for another agency and I don't really know how I kind of was a contractor and I don't know how the funnel was supposed to work but in three years the only births I did were the ones I brought in myself there was nothing ever kind of extra or that was handed mm-hmm. off so there wasn't a lot of value in me trying to build myself within their mm-hmm. company as a contractor yes. yeah so and also I was kind of like living in the shadow I felt where I felt like everything I would put out, I had to run through someone and like, is this the right language? Is this, and it didn't feel like authentically mine. I couldn't kind of just stand on my own two feet. So when we, and also, I mean, they were older than I am. So I think I felt like a bit imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So then doing our own thing (laughs) kind of evolved from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We did the same course. Mm -hmm. So I guess we we did our training through the same, same agency over a year apart. And then you decided you wanted to do it later. On, right? Yeah, I seeing think how busy I was, I pretty much just roped them to doing it into doing it because we needed help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was already working a lot with nutrition clients mm-hmm. and women um, in lifestyle modification. So a lot of them either were 
currently pregnant or postpartum and were struggling. So it was a pretty good transition to come on board and, and learn mm-hmm. all the dueling. And as for the dynamics, yeah. How do you guys do this on a day-to-day basis? I love the way that you set up your Instagram stories. In the beginning, I was a little bit confused because I'm like, you're one person and then you're one person. Mm-hmm. You guys are all separate people. Mm-hmm. and But it's one story. So I was mm-hmm. like, huh. That's when I realized, oh, they're a collective. So I get that bit, but how do you work on a regular basis together? So if someone comes in and they don't have a specific referral or they don't have an idea from our website that they want to work specifically with any one of us, we just go through a rotation. Mm. So if someone new comes in and you're the next person up, we've talked about changing that in the future so that we can try and condense our months better. So personally, I would rather have four people in one month and then have a month off. Mm -hmm. Um, But as of now, we just kind of go through the rotation unless someone Mm -hmm. has like, you know, if it's a second, they're obviously, they want you. um, Or if they, like if they've been your client before, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then for backup, um, we kind of have a pay schedule that we would pay each other for backup work or being on call. How many births a month do you guys do? So last year we, I think you were twenty, I was yeah. ten, and mine were lower in the year. Like, in the year, so usually yeah. I think the busiest Our month we is had, insane. yeah, the busiest seven? month I think we had was six or seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so between the three, between of the you. three yeah. of us, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this year we don't have many in the. We don't have. We're none of us are on call right now. No. We've done. A, it's been funny how it's just morphed into postpartum work right now mm-hmm. yeah a few of the midwives have kind of reached out to us recently and then that can fill your docket pretty fast because mm-hmm. someone says they want four hours a day five days a week you're like oh there's my life yeah 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 so which do you do more of births or postpartum like right now I, I, it seems like postpartum yeah. but overall Usually speaking births. Births. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean when we're talking in an 18 month trajectory probably the first year was a lot births, of births and yeah. then now it's postpartum but i think that'll shift again like in the second half of the year we, we're booking more right now in the yeah yeah june Later. to october mm-hmm. kind of are you still incorporating your massage therapy yeah, yeah. It's it's a part of what you guys Yeah, offer. so we do, um, we can add, like, postpartum in-home massage to people's packages. Mm. I love working with clients doing massage leading up to the birth and after because I feel like it gives me a different knowledge of them as a person. I know them so much better when they're a yes. massage client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. awesome. That's how I feel about when people come to my prenatal classes yeah. and they become clients, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you do that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we also have a mom and baby group every Wednesday yes. at my mm-hmm. house. And I do feel like for some of my postpartum clients that have kind of fallen off a little bit and they're not as in touch with me anymore, that kind of gets them back in touch again and they're able to mm-hmm. share more openly how they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Does that lead to a lot of referral business, you feel? Like people who they're kind of finished with you, working with you right now, but because they stay in touch through the, yeah. the mom and baby group. And even that... through Instagram, I feel like we oh. stay relevant mm. in people's minds. And then when they have somebody who gets pregnant, it makes them more likely to be like, oh, we'll follow these guys and yeah. see. I think that's we... what we looked at with our Instagram specifically. Yeah. A lot of our followers are clients, so yeah. it tends to lead to more referrals. Yes. Yeah. We refer... Way out to pelvic floor therapists all day long. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the, the way we refer, but I don't yeah. know about referrals. And yeah. yeah. We get midwifery referrals. That's true. We yeah. And I mean, technically they're not allowed to... No. If they're asked, they're allowed to say something. And we've developed not. personal friendships with a lot of the midwives yeah. in our city, which has been 
It's really nice helpful. that it's a tiny city. <clears throat> yeah. Because, yeah. like, here, how could you do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It You'd maybe hard. be able to develop a relationship with a practice. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But there's so many. Okay. Yes. There's only four. We did that five. one. We, we tried. We brought that we tried. Uh, plant to that one. We brought plants planet. to one plant. Did you? And then they, I mean, you would be exhausted bringing their... donuts and cookies to everybody. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, we got to go back and get that plant back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as a plant person, <clears throat> yeah. I dream about that plant all the time, wonder how it's doing and yeah. if it's being treated right. I'm sure it's not. Mm. It's probably dead. Mm. Probably. Oh, yeah. Dear. Go back. And I bought a nice like plant pot for it was a lovely plant pot a beautiful card too and a beautiful card i actually like that idea we should start bringing plants, plants. to the midwifery practices i think you have enough of just yeah you, what are you at donate. how many plants do you have you could give some away 97 oh my god you should you should give some away and i got to mistreat them I no <laughs> i know you feel like your babies no. it is it is there isn't yeah. one plant. If I went so. in after <laughs> and I, I was succulents. like, hey, I'm just here to uh, see. And then I'm like, oh, the plant. Oh. <laughs> like, we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take care of my baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, so do you guys have like a, um, a philosophy around how you work together? Like a, a philosophy around collectives or anything like that? Or you ju- it's just out of necessity that you got together. It literally was it just out of necessity. Yeah. And friendship. Like, I think, so I did, in my interim, I think I had started kind of my own website. I had a friend who was helping me out with that. And I just find when I get any sort of negative reflections, I just start spiraling down. So having them... Uh, Emily and Lara, it kind of keeps me up. What do you mean negative reflections? So if someone, if I had done, say, an um, an IGTV video or a story or a post and I got a criticism, then I just, like, take Mm -hmm. it in and I harbor it and I start going down. Hallelujah. Do you know what that's all about, Kim? This is me. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm more like, fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) And my car is like, oh my goodness, have some perspective and can kind of take me out of that. So... I just don't work as well on my own. I do better with deadlines and with kind of being accountable to other people. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. So that's, I would say, yeah, that was more where I that started. That whole up, um, obliger thing where you you um, you let yourself down all the time, but mm. you never let other people down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. The accountability has been huge. I and we even, we like, have... we text each other through births, too, yeah, which has been really true. helpful. Like, when we go to a birth, we'll text our group chat in case we, we need anything. We do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We do that Like, I've brought Sarah food before and yeah. watches my kids all the time. Like, there's things other than the business part of it. It's true. That mm-hmm. are so helpful in mm-hmm. having a relationship. Yeah. We're on day five. Strike, five strike days. Oh, oh right. Yeah. yeah so. so, for our international listeners, yes. um, here in Ontario, Canada, we are in the midst of this big labor dispute between the school teachers and the government. And, uh, we're, did you say day five? So they're not, they haven't been in a row. There was like a yes, Tuesday, yes, Thursday, yes, yes, and then yes, a yes. Monday, Tuesday. Five, this week has been one. especially fucked up. Yes. And then next Friday is another one. Yes. Because we've got, and Monday's a holiday. Day on Friday and then Monday's a holiday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. And my grandkids are sick, so they haven't been at school like oh, all week, all. really. Yeah. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, so I had Sarah's kids this Tuesday, last Tuesday, 
Well, she got to have a baby sleep on her chest. So I got, <laughs> I got the sounds shit and the deal. Does, yeah, does that sound fair to you? I don't know. That doesn't no, sound like balance. That doesn't sound good. She yeah. has six, six kids, kids on Tuesday. Three girls, yeah. three boys, yeah. between the ages of five and eight. Eight. Yeah. Like a daycare. It was a daycare. It was legitimately a daycare. So tell us about your families. That's, that was my next thing. Oh. Thanks for the easy segue. <laughs> Sarah, who, who are you? Who are the dynamic are doulas when they're <laughs> the, 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 when they're when at they're home? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, it's me and my husband, and I have twin boys who are eight, and then a singleton, <laughs> one measly baby this time, yeah, who is so boring, five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, the five-year-old, all boys, all boys. Mm-hmm. He, nice. Yep. <laughs> I remember the days well. Lots well, I of have penis three talk. brothers. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, oh, so you know about the penis talk. Yeah. I, to it. I know nothing of the penis it's talk. It's so yeah. funny. Lara's like, I don't know what to do with all these boys. I'm like, just talking Even about when poop. I change a boy-baby diaper, I'm like, am I doing this right? So like, my brother no clue. actually has twin girls and then another girl. It's crazy that we're the opposite. But I'm changing the one's diaper, and he's like, front to back, remember? And I'm like... Oh. I'm actually a girl. Yeah, but you I forgot. did. I did know? forget. I was like, oh. "How does this apply to not How myself? How do I wipe a testicle? I like, what am I doing?" I'm used to the diaper with the boy. Yeah, and it's like a down up. And then, oh no, I have to go all down because you're not wiping yourself in that yes. way, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, learning curve. Well, that was like my 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 life. I had three boys, and then had a girl. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. it could still happen. Yeah, I mean, I just read the other it day. It still Oh, okay, 50% of people have an unexpected baby before the age of 45. Yes, I read that. It's true. How many? How, what's the percentage? 50. I don't know. Have you met my that. husband? He was an oops. Oh. oh. She had her... She had her. That means two people at this table. Right? I my think brother. I think she had her tubes tied in the... T- oh, my and God. And then it came. Let me oh. tell you something. I had my tubes tied after my fifth baby. I swear to God, I was pregnant every month for like two years. <laughs> I am the one who's every like wishing yep, for the vasectomy baby. That's going to be me. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, all we right. haven't done anything permanent yet, so I mean, it could. It could happen. It could and happen. you're still young spring chickeny. 37. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Any day now, you're you guys. A you're a, a baby. Get together. Probably pregnant right now. 45. <laughs> we can tell. We can see it. Right? Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's happening in your house. And what's going on in, in your house? Uh, I am married to my high school sweetheart. Oh. Oh. Cue the <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I have an eight-year-old and six-year-old, both girls. Mm. Um, we have a farm. So oh, we have like do you live on a 53 farm? 53 acres. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. Do you grow things or raise things on we your farm? Rent, you uh, we have tenants. We have 40 beef cattle tenants who rent the pasture. Mm. Um, so we don't have to do anything in the barn, which is great. Mm. And my husband owns a concrete drilling and coring business. So that business is also on the property. Okay. Oh, okay. But you have wonderful chickens. We have, yes, we do have chickens that the girls take care of and often are storied and taken pictures with. The chickens go on the trampoline. I don't remember yeah. seeing chickens oh, in the There will be more chickens, yeah. yeah. And in the summer, you have a nice high fenced for the deer garden mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to keep them And you grow it. stuff in your garden. We have, like, a significantly big garden. I am new at gardening, <clears throat> though. I am not good at it. It was <laughs> plentiful, though. It was plentiful. Year. It was great. Yeah. That's I what I used to say. squashes passionate and but mediocre gardener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually garden until about the first week of August and then kind of say, fuck it, and it gets really <laughs> weedy and terrible, and then my husband just rotatills it all under and we start again. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. 
And how about you? I am married with two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's 13, so she's heading to high school and all the wonderful oh my Lord. spazzy hormonal changes that come with that. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a 10-year-old boy mm-hmm. who's a bit of a Klingon. <laughs> oh, okay. It's an understatement, I guess we yeah. could say. Yeah. Lots of text messages last night. Oh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I just spend my time... Driving at around. the gym, yeah, and then I'm a part-time chauffeur Monday. Em's a part to owner Sunday. of the gym that we work out. A lot of activities oh, for the okay, kids. okay. Yeah. And I, yeah. when you said part-time chauffeur, I thought you meant like really, like literally, an Uber driver. Like she should I get should paid for totally it. Feel like that. <laughs> yeah. You should start looking into that as a business model. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah, it's mm-hmm. an insane amount of driving. For That's actually activities. a great business idea because other people want their kids drove to sports. You should just do it all day long. I might feel like a little Uber dirty kids. though, like asking them to pay for that. Mm. you're too kind I wouldn't also tell us what your husband does oh gosh oh okay Um, what's this so we own a barbecue company and we work with um, charity and non-profit groups across Canada to create rib fest events so yeah so he leaves the middle of May and then he comes back the middle of September so then Um. I single parent that whole time from May to September because he's doing rib fest things all All over over. all over where um, they start on the East Coast and then come back to Ontario and oh, then like head out west and come back. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. One but of our big favorite Rip Fest events happens just up oh there. Yeah, up we the road. Every goddamn year. Oh yeah. At yeah. Thompson yeah. Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we Emily do. can cook some mean, mean ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys need to have we'll us have over. to bring. Yeah, some you guys next. need to yeah. come yeah. to London. Yeah. Bring totally. this microphone. There we go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is portable. Yes. I do have not a, attached to the a table. couple of family members who live in London. We went there last June, I think we were in London. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It was all, um, you know, Mennonite country that we were in. Oh, so, oh in Aylmer? In Aylmer. Aylmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's close it. to That's where exactly I live. That's exactly where we yeah. were, Aylmer. Yeah. So yeah. In Dorchester. Yeah. Oh, okay. That doesn't mean anything oh, okay. to me. But <laughs> the exit you take to get to Aylmer is where my house is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Next time I'm there, we're good, totally going to look you up. Yeah. Drop mm-hmm. some ribs. Please do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any questions for us? I mean, you know everything about us. I know. We know yeah, so much about color you. color underwear I'm today? Uh, I would yeah. like to know. Mm-hmm. What was... I did have a question last night. Do you remember what that was? Mm. Oh, oh, you were... Guys it were was for Kim. Uh, we wanted to know what... what why were your four births traumatic? Like, what made you want to get... Out. Three, three. three. She had three births. Well, there was that one that was not quite so good. I mean, it technically wasn't traumatic, but I lumped it into all of them. Um, two of them were inductions that ended in forceps, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen forceps in ten years. Yeah. And that's a also, long time. Wow. Yeah, and also, uh, mom passed out, uh, hemorrhaged, low blood pressure drop. Um, that was the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. Baby came out fine and all was well, but when she passed out holding baby, that was horrifying to me to try and stay. Why did you ask this question? To try I, I and thought stay... you met her personal births and I was like, where are your no. personal births? You, you met your, some of yeah. your client births over mm-hmm. the last little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause we all identify with like the burnout feeling and yeah. how mm-hmm. it feels after a birth that doesn't go ideally. And having four in a row, I think was 
Mm, that's it's, a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to have a traumatic birth, and then the next one is, you know, okay. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you get back into it, and you, you, you work through, and you do what you have to do. But when it's one after another, after another, after another, all culminating in, you know, an unexpected home birth that you have never done before in your life, and you're like, fuck this. I can't <laughs> do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm shut down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally shut down. And when you walk into a hospital and your Fitbit heart rate monitor is, like, at 140, mm-hmm. and all you're doing is walking to the room mm-hmm. and sitting there with the mother that's having an epidural and everything is fine, you're like, there's something not right about this. Yeah. So, clearly there's something happening in my brain that I can't, yeah. I can't do this. I mean, I think seeing... I had... Several years ago, a mom, a home birth that ended up in hemorrhage, mom passing out, going to hospital. I was, I was sure she was dead. I was sure she was dead. I got in the car. I didn't go to the hospital with them. I actually said goodbye because I knew I couldn't go. Um, and they had like 800,000 family. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> always, always. Every episode. Is that a landline? Yeah. yeah. What, Do what you is this like? No, I don't have this, a landline. I, I have a landline. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty sure she was dead. Ugh. She was the home birth unexpected. This was her third. So that was her first. Wow. Wow. She had another what hospital a circle birth. Of events. Yeah. She had a hospital birth, um, which went really, really well. Um, with OBs this time, and then she went with midwives home birth for the third, and that was the one. So, I mean, I feel bad. She's pretty much, yeah, it was actually, um, the midwives were on their way. They just weren't fast enough and things, it was almost like she was waiting for me. Mm -hmm. As soon as I got there, things got calm. And shit just started. Like, she wasn't really progressing in any way. She'd been laboring all day. Yeah. She wasn't progressing in any way. And then I got there, and we sat down, and we did our thing. And her friend was there, and we sat down, and we did our thing. And it was like, the Mm, switch went, and that was the end of that. And I'm, like, with the midwives going, no, it doesn't matter how far apart her contractions are. You have to come now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But... She, she relaxed and released as soon as she saw you. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was... I know that feeling. I can't yeah. do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. pretty sure I can't do this anymore. I don't think. Unless it's digital client, I yeah. can't do this anymore. It's I, insane that we run out the door having no idea if we're going to be home in six hours. Or, or 24. 36. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what's what going to happen. What you're going to see. What's yeah. going to happen in all of that. You could mm-hmm. be catching a baby accidentally in somebody's living room. Yeah. Or, or, you could be, or you could be two, watching two a mom days. bleed out right. on a bed. Yeah. And also, this is the... Kim's, you've been doing this for a long Sift time. Off, almost 15 so years. So this is wow. the, the culmination of... Yeah. All the traumas. Everything has been amazing. I mean, I've t- I said at the beginning when we started doing this podcast, like, I'm a bit of a Pollyanna. Like, I don't see all this bad shit. I can't believe you hadn't seen forceps in 10 years. Yeah, I hadn't yeah, seen That's awesome. Too. So our we hospital said that they're at a 16% forcep rate i barely i hadn't see. seen forcep i not last year the year before i saw two forceps birth in that one year mm-hmm. and that was the most i had seen in any year and and the first time i had seen forceps for about yeah. 10 years okay. i had not seen forceps i and episiotomies 
Yeah, same thing. I didn't see, see one, and then all of a sudden yeah. I saw like two or three back yeah. to back. Yeah, mine were back to back as well. I think that was when I started thinking about building this collective. Is I had like three emergency cesareans and then Ugh. three episiotomies right in a row, and had never seen an. An episiotomy. It was like, is this up in school right now? Like, are we learning about episiotomies and just cutting everybody? Yeah. 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 It was so traumatic. Mm -hmm. Very traumatic. And it's funny. Like, I sit here and I see people online, you know, oh, I can totally do, you know, unassisted and and I don't have a problem doing that and blah, blah, blah. And my contract is going to protect me and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but I've been doing this for 15 years and I have a fucking shit ton of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know so much. When that home birth happened, I was okay. I knew what to look for. I knew everything I needed to see. But if that mom had started bleeding right. out yeah, in that right. tub, but if ever, that's because everything went well. What the fuck do yeah. I do? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. that trauma is so deeply yes. embedded in your body. It doesn't yeah. matter that the birth went beautifully. Exactly. Your brain was not beautifully organized at that time. No. It was thinking about everything that there could go wrong. There was literally one half going Everything is fine. Yeah. Check this. Check this. Check this. And the other half going, where the fuck are the midwives? Like, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? This yeah. is bad. <laughs> and when you see the cord around the neck, you're like, I know that's, this I'm, is fine. Yeah. Everything is okay. It happens all the time. And this side's going, oh, shit. Not. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do I have to deal with so this? So I'm thinking yeah. this, right? Like, when we've all done our doula training, and um, uh, the, the foundational premise of doula work is that we don't do clinical care. We don't do any sort of clinical mm-hmm. stuff. And so during doula training, we don't get trained in clinical things at all. No. And we get wonderful training and support and so on. Well, what if shit like this happens? We are at birth. Yeah. yeah. So if, if, you know, Joe Blow across the street doesn't know how to deliver a baby and so-and-so in the grocery store doesn't know how to deliver mm-hmm. a baby, but we're actually there, I'm thinking, might it be a good idea in doula training with a lot of emphasis on saying this is not something that you do. This is only in the event you're in a yeah, situation yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. What if the mom did start bleeding out? What if the baby came out and the baby wasn't breathing yeah. and everybody looks to you mm-hmm. as well, we all say, it. the one yeah. person in the room who has the most knowledge and experience about birth, everybody's going to look to you to say, yeah. Oh my God, save my baby. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't step back and be like, well, sorry, no, I only do <laughs> support. I don't, yep. I'm not touching mm-hmm. that baby, yep. which is, which is what we're told to do. Don't, right, you don't right. get involved yeah. in that, but it leaves us feeling like this when situations yeah. come up. Yeah. Right. Well, and then when the baby came out, I'm like, I literally thought, well, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Like, baby was out and baby was on mom and baby, like, took that breath and was crying and everything was, and very calm and was pinking up and, you know, you're you're going through all the Afghar stuff and you're like, yeah, okay, it's good. Mm. But now what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. the placenta the has to come, midwives? but I not, I don't know what the fuck to do with that. I'm no. usually, like, trying to get baby on the breast at that yeah. point. I don't know what's happening down here. Yeah. I don't know what they go through. I don't pay attention to any of that shit. No. And I'm like, I just know don't cut the cord. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Don't cut the cord. Like, So the midwives were maybe like 15, 20 minutes after That's a baby long came. Time. Yeah. That's a long Was there a time blizzard? To... <laughs> no. They, <laughs> she question. lived in the middle of fucking nowhere. Boondock mm-hmm. City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay. I'm just keep checking baby. Everything's okay. Baby's still breathing. Everything's fine. Okay. I don't know 
Like, yeah. it's just yeah. an animal birth. You're just going to drag your placenta around until it falls off. Well, that's just it. <laughs> a little, <laughs> and, and that a little lotus action. Yeah. Literally, that placenta didn't come out for probably another half an hour. Yeah. And then you're thinking, how long is too long? Mm-hmm. How long is there well, something? Yeah. We don't have any stats like, at on that. Point, yeah, at that point, the midwives were there, so I'm like, oh, I'm fucking sitting over here and, mm-hmm. like, trying not to vomit in my mouth, and I'm just going to sit here and yeah. and try and have enough energy and uh, adrenaline pumping to get my ass home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The midwives actually asked me, so what do you think the Apgars were when baby came out? Uh, I love that. We, we, like, we, we have to put something down. I'm like... Sure. Well, I'm not going to give you a number, That's but I'm going to give, you, yeah, no. give you what I saw, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can figure out from there what you're going to yeah. do, because yeah. that is way out of my scope. Thank you wow. very much. So now, the more the more we're talking, the more I'm thinking that there there does need to be a little Trauma small, training. Or, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what to do if you're in that situation. I was mm-hmm. in a situation recently where uh, the baby was on mom's chest after birth, hospital birth. Yeah. Baby was here. Baby's face was planted right in the soft part of mom's boob right here. Right. Right? Like okay. Yeah. Right. I was on one side of the bed, the doctor was on the other side of the bed, chit chatting. Pediatrician actually was oh. chit chatting with mom on the other side of the bed. And I noticed the baby was like face down. And as they walked out, I went around to the other side of the bed and moved the baby. The baby's face face was completely gray oh my god fuck completely gray the baby's face and yet the pediatrician was standing on that side yes not even paying attention but i said to myself oh i'm gonna move that baby because i don't like to see the baby's Mm -hmm. face down like this casually not thinking that something is wrong and i went around and the baby looked so gray dead yeah that I obviously said, oh, my God, and called the nurse and so on. And, yeah. and they, the baby was not breathing. And I grabbed oh. the baby off the mom and handed the baby to the nurse. Yeah. And then I we heard her go, make a noise. Mm. Yeah. And then they brought over wow. to the baby warmer and revived her and, and all of that. I've but, had that within the last year as well. But what if she, what if it was a home birth? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 What if the midwives weren't there or yeah. nobody was there? Um, not a planned unassisted birth, which I wouldn't attend for record say just write mm-hmm. that down mm-hmm. but what if i was what if there wasn't anybody there mm-hmm. what do i do mm-hmm. i don't know and you know what i'm not it doesn't have any it doesn't matter well i don't want to be sued but fuck that it no, doesn't yeah, matter you're not no. worrying about that i'm not worrying about that how do you live your life yeah. how do you, how you wake up night? the very next day if you have consciously attended a birth and that mother died or yeah. that baby died that's I, it. I've always said, how do you keep doing dual work? Exactly. You'd mm-hmm. stop. You'd you're stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you've that... done your daily shit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get out of bed in the morning? I don't mm-hmm. think you can unbiasedly even support a birth after going through that intensive a trauma mm-hmm. to walk no. in. You're then anticipating yes. death in every situation. Yeah. That thing, yeah. that thing that happened with that baby not breathing, mm-hmm. only the whole incident was maybe like a minute or two. Yeah. And I could not stop thinking about mm-hmm. it for days and mm-hmm. days and mm-hmm. days. It was, I woke up, I went to bed thinking about it. And we think, oh, if this happens and that happens, I can handle this and I can handle that. I think that we overestimate our capacity for trauma. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we think we're tough and we think we've, we're balanced. We think we're... 
But I mean, Whatever the majority period. of doulas are empathetic by nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you take on that actually this, makes it worse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it makes it you're, harder. You're yeah. Just soaking it all in. Exactly. Because I looked at that mother's face, oh. and besides the baby's gray face, it was her face. Mm-hmm. Those two things. That's what's yeah. in my her face of horror. That her baby could have literally just died right there on her chest. Yeah. Yeah. So now, how that's does she feel moving her. forward yeah. about? her baby yeah like at this point now she's afraid almost even to hold her baby mm-hmm. and and make not sleeping because she's afraid her baby's going to stop breathing yeah. and yeah yeah there's so, too much unpredictability i think at this point in time i'm at a point where i've always said if i can't attend a birth and be 100 and excited and happy mm-hmm. for it all i, I have to there. stop yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's where i am yeah i mm. can't I can't, I don't enjoy it anymore Mm -hmm. because of what happened previously. It's true. I'm going in expecting the worst. Mm -hmm. And how is that energy that I'm putting onto this mother Mm -hmm. who is, yeah, who is so hopeful. How do I keep that hopefulness going? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if I can. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really difficult. And most of that learning we do on our own mm-hmm. yes right like we read books and we yeah. go to workshops and we do all of that i think it needs to be a part of core i training. had a significantly bad shoulder dystocia situation in june mm-hmm. and felt like i knew nothing like the shoulder was so stuck they had to push from above on her yep. abdomen and i had never seen that done before it's so violent so violent like i was traumatized for weeks after that and i was her only support person no husband no mom so it was intimately intense also. and But then talking about it with midwives afterwards, they're like, oh, yeah, that yes, happens. that happens. It's like, well, yes. I would have liked to know that. Yeah. That would be helpful in training. But, I mean, there's no regulation in any of the doula bodies. So it's not right. like we have kind of Regulated. this core standard of what yeah. it is you learn to be a doula. I mean, in London right now, I don't know if it is here, but there's a – is it one year or two years at Fanshawe? For Fanshawe's – one year. Okay. One year doula So program. eight months. Like, I don't know what they're learning in eight months. An eight-month doula. Yeah, yeah. in a college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a college it's accredited program. program. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then also, they, they though, didn't want to be part of the AOD. These people really? are, you know, yeah. 17, 18. They said, we don't need you. People coming straight out of high school mm-hmm. are going uh-huh. to do this course. Said, okay. They use it as a stepping stone to midwifery. Yes. Because it's so okay. hard to get into. I so but we also I think get a lot. a lot of inquiries from those students at the college. For business yeah. mentoring. Mentorship, yeah. So they're looking mm-hmm. for mentorship for business as yeah. well as student birth experiences. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where they can either take on a client or come with us. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you find with this podcast you worry ever about clients listening to it? I don't worry. It crosses my mind. Mm. I mean, I don't worry about it. I mean, I think any of the stories that I've told have not been, a lot of them haven't been recent ones mm. either. But I I mean, the, the unassisted birth one, mm-hmm. I did ask her ahead of time because I knew she was going to listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I said, I'm going to, are you okay if I tell that story? She's like, oh yeah, for sure. I go, mm-hmm. okay. I go, but you have to understand it's going to be coming from my perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it isn't what you saw. Yeah. It's what I saw and what I experienced. Yeah. So just know that. It might not be the way you saw mm-hmm. it, um, because she was so thrilled by the whole thing. But I was like, also, I'm, I'm, I'm not that I don't care, but I don't tiptoe around. If people are are traumatized by listening to us speak about the re- realities of our work, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what to I mean, do. You certainly tell them that. about it. 
I tell my yeah. classes about my, it. If they yeah. ask, what's it like being a doula? What's it like attending births and so yeah. on and things you've seen that are scary and whatever? I will talk about it because this is a reality. And I don't and see, yeah. yeah, I don't see any benefit in sugarcoating anything. So yes, if clients listen to this and they are traumatized, they need to they need to get own woke. that and take ownership <laughs> of that and and deal with it somehow because well, we, we talk, we've only just recently been talking about it as being sort of a traumatic thing when we first yeah. started. I mean, I think when uh, people, there's what, enough lighthearted shit on this oh, podcast. Yeah. About and it. I mean, the birth stories were actually really good yeah. and empowering. I always tell them don't listen to number two. <laughs> Because that's my, that's Will's birth story, which is fucking horrifying. And I cried and everything. So I said, you know, don't listen to that one. The first one sucks, but move on from there and you're good. If you want to, especially if you want to hear good birth stories, because they are actually fairly good stories. Um, it's only just recently that we've been, we have no stories and now we're just telling our own sort of experiences. I don't like over here. I can't see the thingy. It's thirty nine. We're. 39 I look at that all the. I look at the thingy all the time. Yeah. Oh, so have you had any besides the shoulder dystocia? Mm-hmm. That one was traumatic. I had one uh, that it took them four minutes to revive the baby. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was like the longest four minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, super traumatic for both the parents and me. But we were so bonded afterwards, and that was really therapeutic. Yes. Like yeah. they live in Toronto now and we are so close. They just had their second baby and it went beautifully. Yeah. 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 I was happy I was there after that one. Like the dad would have crumbled to the ground. I was holding him up at mm-hmm. the baby and yeah, I was just glad I was there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the role that we play, right? Mm-hmm. When medical emergencies happen, we can't do anything. There's nothing we can Mm-mm. do. It's not within our scope to do anything. However, what is our role as a doula is to be calm, to keep people informed, Mm -hmm. to let them know what is happening. So you talk to the mom, you talk to the dad, this is what's happening. Everything is okay for now. We're good. Mm -hmm. Okay. You just look after your baby or whatever. And that's what I did when, you know, when these hemorrhages and, and whatnot started and there, you know, like a dozen medical staff come running in and all these tubes and everything are going in mom and dad's sitting over there in the corner and you're like it's okay yeah we're she's gonna we're gonna do this okay mm-hmm. we're we're here we're gonna do this and you're just like rubbing their back and and all the stuff that you do as a doula mm-hmm. yeah we can't get involved in any of the other stuff so mm-hmm. this is what we have to do yeah. and then take all that shit home with you yeah I guess the way I asked about, like, do clients listen is sometimes, and we've talked about this before, like, what what we might find traumatic because what we've seen other places, mm-hmm. we can't lay that on them, you no. know, and especially well, when yeah. you show up after and you're like, oh, man, that must have been hard. You can't say that because yeah. you have to just say, how yes. was that for you? Yes. And I remember um, it was my very first birth years ago, and when I... I didn't want to go back. Like I did not want to do that first postpartum visit because I oh just God, felt I like it was that all the time. It was yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. on my face yes, that yes, I yes. thought this was horrifying. Yes. Yeah. And what I saw, I couldn't unsee. And yet they're up here. Yes. Yeah. And either body knows 
But mentally, like, she's like, I'm just happy this, I'm just happy that, yeah. and this is great. And I'm thinking, like... They're relieved and grateful. And yeah, and I'm just nodding and trying to not let anything spill out. You cannot change how she sees this mm-hmm. birth. Right. right. And so then I'm thinking, okay, so if I was talking about it after, and she was like, oh, man, if she's talking about my birth, and she thought that was horrifying and, and bloody, and that the midwife was behaving in this way or that way, and, and like, I don't know how she would feel hearing that i mean i don't I get it but i don't i, don't, I wouldn't i honestly don't think so any specifically of any of our clients actually listen to us right okay. i did i do have a couple of clients who were very clear that they were going to be listening but but um i i wouldn't talk about any any recent clients births mm. in such great detail no. that they could see themselves or hear themselves in it yeah yeah i don't do that yeah. just because i don't want people to feel that we're discussing their intimate details so much, but no, no. I don't feel I don't feel any way about discussing the the, the hardships mm-hmm. of doula work because this is our forum to do that. When we started this, I wasn't sure when we started. I I don't think we were leading towards this being a doula centered podcast. Oh, yeah, it was going to be yeah birth about birth and yes. you know our experiences. Yes, yeah. and it was. as moms and, and women, and and that was kind of how we mm-hmm. were leading towards it. But then it just evolved. That's into, funny. Yeah. Into being yeah. a I think that was one center. of our questions. Yeah. yeah. How, how did that? What was our intention in starting the podcast? And, yeah. 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 My sister always like asks. So you're shit. making any money? Did you get any clients out of your? And I'm like, she goes, Who listens? How are you going to get clients if it's only doulas listening to your podcast? And I was like, I don't know, but that's just how it's turned out. Yeah. And we're not Look, sad. In a about couple it. of years, when some major birth conference wants us to totally. come on stage and talk, listen. Yeah. Hey, listen. We're fucking famous. Yeah. That's right. We're going to do that. We've Look, had I was stopped at the grocery store before this thing even started. Yeah. Yeah. And said, Oh my God, are you Kim Fernandez? And I go, Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yes. No, she said, Why, yes. I go, <laughs> I Yeah, know. in the produce section. <laughs> and uh, she goes, I watch With her, a zucchini I watch her Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. It's like, Shit, man. People are listening. Like a fan. That's the best. Oh my God. Come up to you. Yeah. Oh, it makes me it was the so best. Good. I wasn't even, I wasn't pickering. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even in Scarborough. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It's awesome. That happened to me too, but it was at a doula conference. It wasn't mm. in the grocery store, which is more. Well, I'm going awesome. to the Kappa conference in yeah. September. So, so somebody's got to recognize I need a shirt. Her. Yeah. Pragmatic doula t shirt. Yeah. You, do. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. you absolutely do. There you go. Mm. We've, re- we've referred people to you guys. Oh, people wow. who have said, you know, any doulas in Toronto, and yeah. you are who we would refer. So it does have interesting reach. Because mm-hmm. well, without that, we wouldn't have known you guys from a hole in the ground. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love we it have, so there's much. The birth geeks, they're in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I talk to her quite a bit. Um, she comments on the, the podcast all. Do you hear, do they, you hear Jeff? I hear Jeff Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty it sounds like Kim's boyfriend or somebody over there. Yeah. Probably sounds like man. me last night. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of familiar sound. <laughs> he sleeps at the bottom of my bed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I mean, I think it's got some reach so far. Yeah. I uh, help 45% of the listeners are in the States. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, isn't that yeah. cool? Yeah. 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 That's really but cool. they don't talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> Engagement is a they tough don't thing. They send us anything. Yeah. yeah. Send your birth stories, everyone. Come I, on. Are, I you're want Sarah, to Emily. Just like begging people for birth stories. I want to know sort of what is happening in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's in your future? What's in the, do you guys have any forward-looking plans? Any things that you're 
planning on doing, changing, starting, launching. I mean, we talk a lot about like secrets. We talk building about- online courses because mm-hmm. that seems to be the way of the future is mm-hmm. not having to actually mm-hmm. be face to face in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. We were on the birth center kick for a while. Yeah. What's that? We'd mean? love to have like a birth center in London, but that's like oh, a far reaching goal for the sure. The Liberal government tried to bring it in. There's one, well, obviously Toronto and Ottawa, I think, are mm-hmm. the only ones yeah, in yeah. Ontario. Yeah. And the pricing model makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then it got squashed mm-hmm. in London. So. Mm. Damn anyway, it. I don't know that we went too far down that path. No, but definitely, definitely the online. The online thing is big. I think we've talked about doing the smaller ones. Like, what can your um, fourth trimester look yeah. like? Preparing for your cesarean. Rather yeah. than yeah. trying to put, like, an entire prenatal on, yeah. online, you know, just delivering eight hours of content just seems That's really a lot. Little, little and there's such benefits to that in person. I've always wanted to do that. I'm like, I technically don't even know how the hell that would all work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think couples get more out of the group experience, mm-hmm. though. Hearing the, other oh, people yeah, ask class, questions. And... Versus just doing an online yeah. version. 100%. Kim and I are both childbirth educators, yeah. as yeah. you know. Yeah. And we teach in-person classes yeah. in the hospital. And I know that we both really feel that that's... Mm-hmm. People do get way more out of that. I mean, mm-hmm. online has online learning has has its place. Yes, yeah. for little things. I just think for yeah. that experience. Well, you know how you are yourself when you're taking an online course. You're doing a million other things. You're like in your kitchen and then you're kind of yes. watching. Like you're yes. not yeah. In, yeah. engaged the way you would be yeah. if you were That's in why a class. I'm not good with e-learning or online learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. I mean, I signed up for that one thing. It was supposed to be on Tuesday, and I never. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, I was sitting there on the couch playing like I was thinking Bubble I was Witch like... Saga going. <laughs> oh fuck! It started half an hour ago. <laughs> but yeah. I'm into this Bubble Witch. Yeah, yeah. I'm on level one thousand. Yeah, so fuck you. I'm not moving. Yeah, oh. I was watching TV. Like I, I've had such a ridiculously hard few weeks. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit there, and I think were all my kids gone? Yes. Two were gone to their dads and Will was at work. So that is what one does. Mm -hmm. There was nobody in the house that needed my attention. There was Mm. nobody in the house doing anything. And I'm like... (laughs) Playing with my phone. Going, oh, fuck, it's 8.30. Oh. Oh, I'll watch it when it because I'll watch the replay. Get, I'll, yeah. get the, I'll get the you don't replay. Watch the no, replay. that email gets deleted. No, I bought. You paid for it. it. Oh no, this one was free. But <laughs> I bought a marketing one. Mm-hmm. It's got like eight parts to it. I think I've seen three. Oh my god! I mean, that's a business model, right? I know. It's like Good Life. They anticipate people to just pay for it, oh, and, and and they don't give a shit. They don't give a yeah. shit if you come. If you want to come, don't come. Yeah, yeah. You come, you we pay. got your money. Whatever. Yeah. And I actually paid for that one. I paid yeah. like a couple hundred bucks for that oh, one. Shit. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, though, when I watched the first three, or the I watched the first two, and then shit started happening for me, and I was like, oh, this is great, this is working, and then I didn't bother listening to the rest because. Because you were one, too busy. One and two actually worked for me, yeah. so I didn't mm-hmm. have to listen to all mm-hmm. the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys have formal business training, or I mean, you both have partners who have their own businesses? Mm-hmm. Did you say that? To you? My husband has a business degree. I don't run anything by him because <laughs> any time. So I have a kin degree. So I. Had what mul- degree? Kinesiology. I okay. To a kinesiologist. He's now a school teacher. <laughs> so multiple times in my early career working at the health unit, I would talk about building these like fitness model type of boot camp businesses, like pretty small. And he would come home with these business plans. 
and they're pages and pages long. So I just, and then you can't even get started because you're just so inundated with paper yeah, and all so your your bare bull plans. Yeah, yeah. You know, what if it goes Ooh. like this? What if it goes like that? And I'm like, this is not a multi million dollar plan. This is just, I want to do something. I just want to do yeah. this yeah. one thing. So yeah. Yeah, there's occasions where I'll run by an idea by him, but for the most part, no. Like mm-hmm. he's into all mm-hmm. the finance world of things, but mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Massage therapy school, they didn't really teach us a lot about business. So it's oh, wow. all experience. I've been an RMT for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I learned that way and built my clientele. So I have experience, but barely any business training. Both mm-hmm. my parents are entrepreneurs, though. Mm-hmm. So nice. I was born and raised to work for myself. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. Both yeah. my parents and my in-laws are also entrepreneurs. Yeah. So kind of know how to put your nose. To the... What yeah. do you say? What's the nose saying? Nose That one. That. Yeah, the grindstone. Yeah. Yeah, which has gotta hurt, right? Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> sounds, sounds like more than hard work. And and you are actually, do you work with your husband too? In in the um on the business side yeah. over the years, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but my background before a lot of this is um sales training and marketing. Mm. So working with larger companies and looking at their processes and modifying based on customer feedback, kind of like a fixed operations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing a lot of the sales like auditing and, their work and stuff. Uh, yep, and just giving them ways to improve their sales processes and then retraining them how to be better salespeople. Nice. Got it. Cool. Yeah. So you guys have a good foundation, good mm-hmm. business foundation, experience, history, models, somebody who actually is trained in that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I think we just work well together because we will sit down and kind of hash out details and brainstorm and trial and error a lot of yeah. the time. We might do something and be like... Well, that's what not working. Work? Yeah. yeah, we yeah. need a form for this. And then we're like, oh, Google Docs, put it in oh there. Oh, my gosh, Airtable. Yeah, thank Airtable. you for that. Yeah. Oh, really? Thank so you much. It's our favorite that game world. changer. Yeah, Because we, ha- we were doing everything on Google Drive. So we would have this, um, <laughs> what do you call it? The contract or the intake form. Yeah. And we would send it to them and they would fill it out. And then it's edited in your original. Yeah. And we're like, okay, so are we supposed to get them to print it out and scan it? Like, now that feels archaic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to be able to fill it out online, send it back, and save it in a separate file without it changing the original. Why? So that does not contract sound difficult. With, you send the contract through Airtable? No, through Google no, Drive, Google we were. Drive, we were. Yeah. Now, oh, now yes. we input in the information all into Airtable, and then it's all there. But we, uh, I'm okay. printing it, and then I have a paper copy of the uh, signed okay. contract. I got a call, because my idea of Airtable came from a client of mine who just, who works for a big online sales, Shopify, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. And and he uses Airtable in his work and he told me about it. Yeah. And I got to email him and say, can I tell you how far yeah. reaching yeah. this? Airtable needs to sponsor like this podcast. Minute, yeah, exactly. Five yeah. minute tutorial. Yeah. And I said, because mm, I've been searching for something for yeah. so long. Well, the funny yeah. thing is, is I got it, put in the two clients that I had and now I'm not taking clients anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> So that was great. I but do you love know it what? We used, used it for the it, podcast. We used yeah. it for the podcast. I used it to plan my trip to the Philippines. Oh, nice. Wow. I wow. literally used it like I br- because I was so overwhelmed and stressed out with all the things that needed to be done. Yeah. My three other kids were also going and we were flying from one island to the other island. I had to manage everybody's um, flights. We weren't all flying at the same time. We weren't all coming back at the same time. We were staying at different hotels. There was all the lists and things that I needed to. So I just like rigged up a whole system on there that helped me keep track of stuff. 
to keep track of making sure that I got every in categories like plane ticket, flights, yeah, flight hotel, yeah, uh, time of stuff. arrival, like yeah, 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 things that I had to buy, all of that kind of stuff, and that helped me not. Mm-hmm. keel over into a sobbing mm-hmm. mess before I left. <laughs> but you were very close to doing it So we only anyways. had it I was. for, I want to say, three weeks? Yeah, we only had it for three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Because I think you just talked about it a month ago. Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dive into it. It, it's a, yeah. it was t- it's a total game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Total. And not just for work. Like no, I said, for, for big things like I'm going that, on a group cruise next it. week, and I'm like, why didn't I make an air table yeah. for the group yeah. cruise? Because I do. I have everybody's flight times, everybody's hotels, just in notes in my phone. They do so much more Literally, you get back, and then I leave. Yeah. We're in yeah. Costa Rica for two weeks, but same thing. We have eight, yeah, ten people going. Yeah, yeah. Anything big that you've got to manage that feels unwieldy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. put in an air table. There you, there you go. go. We need to hit them up. With the yeah, stuff. seriously. I did want to ask about your. So you are mentoring um, doulas, and we with the fan shop program, we do get asked. Yeah. Quite a bit, and at this point, we've just been like ignore, ignore. Like we we don't want to do, and then we're like we need to do something to channel them because right now it they kind of are like oh I would love to meet with you for coffee and I'm happy to pay you, and then we don't sort of have like a consult rate or something. Yeah. And anyway, I just wanted to know. I noticed on your I don't remember whose website it was on, you, but you have. I want to do it, but mm-hmm. it's never really got anywhere. But you actually do mentor. Well, I think that's a little strong. I'm <laughs> actually doing it. I wanted to. She has doulas that she meets with. Okay. Yeah, I did something really. Well, I've started doing something really straightforward, simple, and easy, where I'm just hosting. Yeah. Meetups. It's at like my our doula cool. So yeah, Laura started a doula cool. It's a doula only... what? Doula cool. Cool means community. There you go. I love it. I love so it. So we, you've only had two. two. Yeah. The second one wasn't really well attended. No but one showed up. The first one up. was. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Literally what just that? What that me and a Starbucks. <laughs> one other person was supposed to come, and it was snowing, of course. Hashtag Canada. So. I love that come. spin. It wasn't well attended. No. You like that? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what it's you wanted to say. Very about that. positive. I'm cool <laughs> with being honest that no one showed up. Like you try one. a thing and see how it goes. So yeah. that's what I just decided to just try this thing. I'm really good at having people over to my house, putting out some snacks, and sitting on the couch and talking. I'm really yeah. good at that. Do what you're good at. So I thought. Why don't I just invite new doulas over? Mm-hmm. And so I've, I'm I'm going to do like a series of meetings, six. Yeah. get-togethers at my house once a month. Yeah. You pay a certain price. You come and you learn shit, and that's it. I mm-hmm. like that. Do you find they're new doulas, or do you find... Yeah. yeah. They're new and doulas that's... or people who did the training, but they're... Mm. How many people are doing trainings in the GTA right now? A million. A million. Eight million. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's probably a million in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems to be a lot of what we get. Yeah. is that they feel lost. Like they've they've finished this, their training. But there's nothing yeah. to yeah. sort of guide them yes. through what a now? business model, yeah. mm-hmm. how to market yeah. themselves, how to network. And that's what I wanted. Like, that's kind of what I wanted to do is, mm-hmm. you know, just sit. I wanted to talk to you. And, and even if you aren't, like, I have Zoom. Like, even if you aren't in the GTA, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we All can over the talk place. on, yeah, we can talk online and whatnot. Because, uh, look, if I don't have to leave my house, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my... That's my... Oh, my God. Dream my job. I have money. I'm literally... It's literally my mortgage that makes me leave my house. Like... <laughs> Gotta go once, out and find the money to pay for this place. <laughs> once my... If my bills were done, 
I'm pretty sure I would openly embrace my agoraphobia. I'd be like, yes. Bubble witch all day long. That's all amazing. Day long. I, like, I literally don't understand that life. I'm just, my kid, youngest yes. has just started school. And when oh, everyone. I have my teenage, I have teenagers. Like, my when youngest they leave is 15. The house. Bye. Yeah. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's so quiet in here. I can't be here. So oh, I, I leave too. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> just no, just no. Yeah, no. Get it. I, I can't wait to revisit this. Off and then going home by myself. What? what? Right? I am yeah. so rarely in my home alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. very, it's very soft. You guys are very, very oh, young. Yeah. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. I can't wait. I will wait. intentionally say to myself, I'm going to go home and actually get things done. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when I get there... It's so glorious. That yeah, it's you just want to like sit I just and you just there. scroll Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll usually just watch Netflix or. I oh, I remember yeah. years ago when my kids were little, I used to sit with my planner. I I still love planners. Me too. Oh, love planners. And I, I love would, a list. Yes. I would. I actually said to myself, "What is reasonable?" Because I'm trying to carve out alone time and solitude in my ridiculously chaotic life, and I would say, "I deserve." I wrote this down. I deserve one hour of solitude every day. Yeah. So within every 24-hour period, I want that. And I would plan it. Yeah. And I deserve one afternoon by myself twice a month. And then I deserve a whole day by myself. <laughs> You're every laughing at my adulted life. <laughs> or whatever. Like, I actually laid it all out. Yep. Now I'm alone every day. Yeah. So she I, I, yeah, I have yeah. days off every Tuesday, Thursday. So I don't book massage clients. I'm fully off. They're called in, me days. They're called me, me days. days. You have to. Yeah, I have to. I need that amount of decompression and self-care to oh actually God. rub people all day long and listen to their problems <laughs> and then attend births. I have to go to yoga. To I have to go to the so gym. What you, so what do you just not work or are you, so do you we actually we usually go like to our we go to commonwealth in london and What's we that? will that's a coffee, coffee slash donut okay. shop with mm-hmm. good donuts yeah so good we will donuts. like Speaking we're working we're all self-employed we're working so we meet every tuesday morning 10 to 11 30 yeah mm-hmm. donut time donut time because you said it you said yeah. donuts so yeah therefore let's do it yeah and then yes. i go to hot yoga every tuesday mm-hmm. And then I do so groceries by, by myself, or I go to the gym. Groceries or, by yourself. Yeah. That was such a treat back in my previous... But I never go home. I'm never at home. My husband's like, how do you have these days off? And you're you're not, you're never home uh-huh. early uh-huh. before the kids. Where are you all the time? Well, I'm getting shit done. Getting shit done, but it's not also, at home. It's interesting how I've come to respect your me day. Yeah. There's paper towels. Where I wouldn't ask you to do anything on your oh. me day. No, yes. I'm like, well, I forgot to meet Yeah. So, like, sometimes those Tuesday, Thursdays turn into baby visits or births. Conveniently, we had a lot of Tuesday births this year. You also will look after my kids for two of your Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. So, I also, will give up my Tuesdays. And I feel like if the right m- man asks for a massage on a Tuesday, you might <laughs> potentially. Maybe the right yes. woman, depending on that how much lady you can fit him in. The right pregnant person, I wouldn't say no. It's true. Yeah, you do. I'm picky about my clients, though. I massage out of our CrossFit gym, so I have a very fit, spoiled clientele. Ah, yeah, yeah. There's times where I've asked, I'm like, "Can I just sub in for you today? Like, are you certified? No, but does that matter? Does that? I mean, does that matter? Who's asking? Right? I mean. Who's going to sue me, right? She's really good at massaging. Yeah, you're really good. I mean, I know my anatomy. You do. I've got the oil. What else is Your hands? Yeah. I had somebody bring uh, CBD THC oil yesterday. I felt Mm. like my hands were high. It was magical. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. (laughs) 
it was The great. other day, Lara's massaging me, and she's like, dang, I have to pee so bad. So she runs out <laughs> halfway through to go pee. I am and, shameless um, about pee breaks during my like, massages. There's a dude out there, and she's like, do you want to go in a massager? And I'm like, yeah, send him in. <laughs> I think mm. I actually have had a tandem massage. What? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yes. that was really this loud. Is a long time ago. Hmm. Butt cheeks. It really was. Yeah. Butt cheeks. Tandem butt cheek massage. Mm. It, it was good. I'm jealous. Only one of us could write a receipt, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do take Fridays off. Nice. Well, I try to. I loosely protect Fridays, so I don't do postpartum. Of course, births, if they happen on mm-hmm. Fridays, then they happen mm-hmm. on Fridays. And if it's a very first postpartum visit... I'll go because that means that I won't be able to see them until like Monday or Mm -hmm. something. I'll go on Friday in that situation. That's why I'm doing something on Friday. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't want to do... But that's because that's when I like to clean and do groceries and laundry and stuff like that. I try to protect Fridays for that reason. It's not like I'm going to meditate. Monday's hot yoga. Monday's your day? I do Monday. Yeah. Especially after you do. That's like a life day though. That's like I'm trying to get the rest Mm -hmm. of my life organized... It yeah, is oh no day. no! My Monday is sitting on that couch over there oh. watching oh, that I big see. black that's screen. Your, that's what your, are you guys watching yoga. on that big black screen? What's your thing right now? I tape way too much. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of addicted to television. Give us your top five. Have oh. you watched the 100? No. Oh. I, Don't I have. So good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Give, it a, give it a chance. But I haven't kept up with it. I started. I watched it from the beginning, but I didn't keep up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I watch a lot. I mean, I just I'm I'm not picky on a lot of things. What's your go-to genre? Like, have I, you watched Grey's Anatomy from the beginning? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. the Chicago series, yeah. Law and Order. Um, new one just started with Edie Falco called Tommy. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I love Edie Falco. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoyed it. Um, they just had the first episode last week, so um, I liked that one. I liked the. I have to like the flow of it. I have to like the acting. I have to like the storyline. I like procedurals that focus on the story. I don't have care. Have you watched A Million Little Things? No, I couldn't watch it. I watched a little uh, bit of it, but I don't... The storyline of the affair... Threw you I was, off. I Fuck it. I don't want to have anything to... I hate, yeah, it's heavy. I hate you as a it's character. It's heavy, yeah. I hate you as a character. I hate you as a character. Yeah. You're annoying. I'm out. Yeah. What's this yeah. one called? A Million Little Things. Bye. Plus, I'm, Did plus you I'm sick, I don't sick to death of crying and bullshit in shows. I just, my life is hard enough. I don't. That's why I don't watch This Is Us. Yeah, it's oh, too no. emotionally draining. Uh, oh, so I only, I only do Netflix. I don't yeah. have cable, TV. Um, my my bell bill for my TV and my phone. <laughs> it's more than my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> just means you're invested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, I was, this is your when, shit. You, you love know, what you, you love. Know, when my husband, when my husband was leaving, he was trying to like cut down the bills and stuff like that. And he said, "Well, you don't watch like HBO or anything." And I, I remember sitting over there and I go, "I will cut you with a knife." <laughs> <laughs> You're not. Don't take touching. my TV. <laughs> You're not touching any of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, buddy. Um, so on Netflix, I have my core group of shows that I binge watch when they come out every. Like, I just finished Grace and Frankie last night. Oh, I'm just so good. finishing yeah. it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't want to. I want to savor the last bit. That's the mm-hmm. problem. They're only That's 20 minutes. Plan and I can't I'm do it. Yeah. <laughs> so short. Um, And I watched The Crown, and I watch. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, so I watched that last season. But I have this tendency to use TV shows as 
therapy, kind of. Mm -hmm. So my kids know, or I've just recently realized that when I'm in a hard time in my life, I will rewatch old familiar sitcoms mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. over and over and over and over and over like and over and I do not want to watch any so I forced myself to watch Grace and Frankie and then I got into it because I love the show mm -hmm. but it was hard to get started so Friends is one of them mm -hmm. and I've recently heard that their that Netflix their license with Friends is going to end it already, soon and it's already gonna, gone <gasps> January no, no I thought they brought it back there. they brought it back it's still there because oh, I have it I mm -hmm. see it all the time okay yeah and it's still there. um she literally almost just had Yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, don't, you, don't, you don't have a Fitbit that How will I you. fall asleep? How will I fall asleep if Friends is gone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, see? There it is. Oh. It's there. And then Sorry. there's this other Australian sitcom that I watch oh, called God, Kath yeah. and Kim. Oh. Constantly. Mm -hmm. It's on repeat. I just started like season background one. background noise. And then just go through it. I know all the dialogue. I know all, everything, everything mm. about it. And I'll go home and I'll put it on because it makes me feel... Especially because now I spend so much time alone. Mm -hmm. And to hear those familiar characters mm. saying familiar things. Mm -hmm. Like you, there's this one thing in the show where somebody always opens the back door and comes in. And the back door has this squeaky sound when it opens. Squeak, squeak, squeak. And just hearing that feels very comforting. So nice. It makes you feel safe. Yep. Mm -hmm. I fall asleep to it. Mm -hmm. I'll put it, I'll put on, I'll turn it on and I'll turn my phone down. Mm -hmm. I pay for Calm Premium. <laughs> I don't listen to the bedtime stories and all that. And I listen to... No Tamara Kevin. Levitt putting you to sleep. Nope. No, no, no. you know, no. or Stephen Every Fry. night. Yeah. Every I night. I tried to make us listen this to one Stephen last night. Fry. I just paid $85 for Headspace. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to delete it. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's Insight Timer for free. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Or just listen to Kathleen Kim. It's a hilarious Australian sitcom, i got to tell you. First you of all, it's really Australia. well written. Yeah, you've mentioned that one. I'll I like because I love Australian shows. I so don't do know I why. for some reason. These mm -hmm. donuts are amazing. They are good. Yeah. They're really mm -hmm. good. They're from so Porter's Bakery. You can hit them up on your way Brought west. Brought to you by mm -hmm. Mississauga. Yeah. We've got a lot of food stops today. We do. We wanted to go to Roselle, the little dessert shop. We wanted to go to Impact Kitchen. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Lunch. We live in Toronto. What the hell are these places? And you don't want to go to, to a donut shop in Toronto. You got to go to Glory Hole. Yeah. Yeah. I have been there. And then for dinner, we thought Biblos. What? I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> what are these places? fancy places you're talking about? Impact Kitchen does these, like, beautiful power bowls. Yeah. Um, delicious. Where's that? They're pretty. Right beside Body Blitz East. Oh, so it's up, like, down, deep down. Yeah, it's kind of oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Roselle is right beside Body Blitz's too. It's kind of a delicious dessert shop. Mm. Okay. Macarons and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that... Power protein bowl thing. I'm like, oh, no whatever. Thanks. But desserts. <laughs> You're not talking my language. All there. Biblos. I want to say it might be Lebanese. Mm, um, it sounds like a kids program. Oh, yeah. B Y B L O S. There should be like yeah. Don't quote me. Big fat pudding type characters mm, in different okay. colors. It is a little fancy. We did worry that we were not dressed well enough for it. Oh, could be. They want your money. Are either That's of you okay. guys like from Toronto originally? Mm -mm. No, you're all nope. no grew up Linden country Grace. bumpkin. Mm -hmm. I am. We've talked about this. Morningside Lawrence. Oh my god, that's right. Oh my god, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, I grew up here. Plus, I told uh, her exactly like where I lived, the street that I lived on. She knew. Yeah. 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 Oh, tell us again. So I was <laughs> Deepsil Drive. Mm -hmm. Do you know where that is? Mm -hmm. Danzig, Diesel Drive. Yes. Seven Diesel Drive, Morningside, Lawrence. Oh, Danzig. Danzig. Well, we yeah, had Danzig, Danzig was, unfortunately. Yeah. It was, a, it was a rough uh, 
upbringing. Still is like, rough there. Our bikes got stolen on the regular. On the we right. would go get them, though. Mm-hmm. We'd go find them. Because, <laughs> I mean, really, most young kids can't show up at home with a new bike without their parents saying, where'd you get that bike? So Where'd they bike? usually ride it and then ditch it. Ditch it. So we would yeah. often find them behind the tennis courts there on, um, yeah, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I went to school at Peter Secor and then William G. Miller, French immersion. William G. Miller, Joseph, that's where all my nieces went to yeah, William G. Miller. Behind the Highland Farm. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Go to mm-hmm. Little Caesars for John lunch. Bennett. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Joseph Brandt for mm. grade 7, 8, and then Cedar Bray Collegiate. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long bus ride. Yes, from, yeah, from Morningside and Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, yeah she goes and, and then we moved when I was, um, uh, for my last couple years, we'd moved to, um, Lawson and uh-huh. just like the hot, yeah, the, the Highland yeah. Creek overpass, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, where my kids went to scouts for years and years and years. Yeah, so it was a 17 minute walk to the bus stop there, and then to 17 Cedar minute, and then on oh the bus God. to school. So over there by Highland Creek, where did you live? You lived off on, off of Lawson on Irvine Drive. Irvine, okay. Yeah, like One of my short little really amazing friends, great friends of mine, lived on Clyde. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you know that street? Yeah. Did you know anybody on that street? Because they were a big family with four boys. Oh, I only knew one family that had their their daughter's a cop now. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was my upbringing. You're them a Scarborough girl. Totally am. I can't take Scarborough out of the girl. Mm. You cannot. You really can't. <laughs> we, um, sent, we sent Stephanie to Ajax and now Mississauga, and she's still a Scarborough girl. <laughs> it's not, like, sometimes it shows up in like um, my dance moves. Yeah. Right? Well, yes. Fair, of course. I mean, everyone just knew how to dance at my mm-hmm. school. So, mm-hmm. and Flag Day was amazing because there was just so many cultures. I really missed that in London. I remember my first roommate saying that London was multicultural, and I was like, "Really? Um, Let's redefine that. What does that mean to you? What, yeah. what does multicultural <laughs> For mean? For me, me in yeah. London, there's a black person. Oh yeah, there's yeah. one. Yeah. And I gotta say, when at my son's wedding when they were making their speeches sort of at the end of it, right? And Chris was talking, my son Chris was talking about um, <clears throat> some of his friends who couldn't be there and all of that. He had so many friends f- f- who flew well, all the way did there. Come, which is amazing. Yes. Cool. So he had a couple of friends who went to West Hill with him. Mm-hmm. That's where he went. And then he did like this. He also played for the Scarborough Thunder for years and years from Tykes all the way to Varsity. And so he did like the Scarborough Thunder shout out thing that they do I, I swear to God it brought tears to my oh, eyes yeah. Yeah. yeah that was so cool so there was a little little bit of Scarborough right Shut there up. on the beach that's yeah. Neat. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's neat my brothers went to Moet yes Moet yeah Moet <laughs> Cedar Black and Moet right <laughs> I think they're still like that, actually. Right, nothing's changed. No. Okay. You could just come right back. Come right home, back. Yeah. And it's all the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, you're talking about people in Philippines, you know, with your cousins. My daughter's blonde haired, blue eyed. She walks around. Mm-hmm. When she first went to school over here, at, at, no, at um, Hunter's Glen. Oh, okay. They were like. Interesting. <laughs> she was like the whitest kid. She stuck out because she's like the one kid. Yeah. yeah. There was like maybe three white kids, and she, they, they did. They touched her hair and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and my like, grandkids. I don't cool. understand why. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, because she's I, so used to just 
this being, being yeah. you know, center for all of And life. I go, well, then you need to start talking to them. She's like five years old. You need to start talking to them about their personal space, okay? <laughs> and this is your space and not to touch you. Yes, because we're all raised like that, right? So I, about personal space and all that. So when we were in the Philippines and people were doing this with my cousins, I said, so do you guys, like, is it bothering you? And they're like, no. <laughs> no, we love it. Because men were, like, riding us. by on motorcycles and they were like, black is beautiful. Oh, that's <laughs> so we nice. We love you. We love you. Like, they're, like, really in love with them. Yeah. That's what we say, ooh, Beyonce, we love you. And we walk past and applaud you. And it was just, uh, just overflowing, like, love and admiration. Yeah, like, we need that kind of affirmation we in do, our life, do. right? We do, because like, it's okay to be curious about people. Yeah. It's totally okay. Talk and about it's totally the okay. openness of, for... Gender expression. Yeah. Ooh, that nice. was such a like a, a a joy to see like we, so we're we're not talking about people who were in the midst of transitioning okay we're not talking about no, that or we're talking about people who identified as men or women so there we had like a security guard who she was wearing a uniform so i don't know what she identified as a matter of fact but she presented as female totally female she had earrings in, longer hair, but a lovely little mustache oh. that was totally lined up. And I'm not just talking hair on her upper lip. Like a well-groomed stash. I mean, she went to a place, yeah. or did it herself with a special tool, and just lined it up nicely. We saw that several huh. times. That's just incredible. Just yeah. a, a woman working in the uh, department store with a little mustache just lined up like that. And then there was a guy at the mall we, were, we went to. It's not a mall. It's called D Mall, but it's like a open market kind of thing. Us the dude, t-shirt, beach shorts, flip-flops, false eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Oh, eyelashes girl. like yours. And I was like, wow. that's yeah. This is... And a lot of uh, affection... With men, we saw like old guys walking along the street. We saw this one old guy walking along the street, and uh, we were at like at a stop area. And then a friend of his sneaking up behind him <laughs> and then grabbing him like this. And the other guy turned around, ah! and then they're both like laughing their heads off and hugging each other. Aww. We saw that several times. I love that. Men being so openly joyous and friendly and playful mm. with each other. We saw this group of little boys in their school uniforms walking home from school. There were four of them, and they all had their arms like, around each other like that, just walking with their arms around each other. And I, I, I almost, I wanted to take a picture, but I didn't want to be, you no, know, you I didn't want to be that, that tourist. Yeah. So I said, oh, I got to remember this. I got to remember this. Everywhere you saw that, little boys hugging each other while they're just walking along, you know, with their arms linked around mm-hmm. each other. There are lots of little girls doing that too, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like that's more yeah that, that's common. That, yeah, yeah. But little boys holding hands as they're walking, older like nine, ten year olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here by nine, ten, you how many times no. do you see ten year old boys walking down the street holding hands? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing. Everybody was just like, whatever it was yeah. nothing. That's beautiful. So yeah, that was that was really awesome to see. It gave me a, a, a just a quiet feeling of joy. Mm. Yeah, that's so nice. It sounds a lot more like India. Mm-hmm. Mm. More there. Is that yeah. what it's like there too? Yeah. Yeah, I've never been. So yeah. Mm. Is it lunchtime for Jack? 
He just ate. Oh. Does he want more? You want seconds, no. Jackie? I no. don't know. That was sort of like what we were talking about earlier with the sleep and community and just how it seems like that culture is very much dependent mm-hmm. on each other. Just right. for their need just for their needs yeah. to feel yes. accepted mm-hmm. and connected. Yeah. I just stay alive. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it it's more than just about connection and community and all of that. All those extras that we have, people literally depend on each other for mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. shelter, everything. Um in poor countries. And in many, many parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So this push towards independence, because we, before we started the podcast, we were talking about this whole extinction... Extinction. Yeah. Extinction theory, sleep or what training? is it called? Yeah. Sleep training. Like like extreme sleep training, where you put the baby in. Walk away. Peace out. Yeah. Close the door. And you don't come back until it's a feeding time, or it's the morning. And the baby's and way too young. That. Ten yeah. weeks. You're and the babies are tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah. Not even through that first trimester. And I've said that I think it's because we are so obsessed with independence that people feel like they need to get it started. I mean, I know a part of it is desperation, exhaustion. That's a reality too. But there are a lot of people who, like, that's their driving force is to get their kids started on this path to independence. Well, I had a class last night and we were talking about breastfeeding. And one of the one of the things I said in, in it, you know, to, to help preserve this breastfeeding is to, baby should be with you 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And the one woman was like, yeah, for how long? <laughs> and the look of like, forever, forever. What? How long does that go on for? And I go, well, I mean, for SIDS, like, baby should be sleeping next to you for the first six months within arm's reach. And she's like, oh, <sighs> really? Yeah. Nobody told Why me did this. You have I would a never child. have gotten yeah. into You better this put that baby up for ado- adoption, girlfriend. <laughs> like, adopt, <laughs> adopt a child. Because clearly yeah, this older. part yeah. is not, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know who tells people it's going to be easy. It's not. Who told them that they were going to be like going it's out to Starbucks in like, full hair and makeup at my three mom, weeks old? When she had me, she oh, thought she was going to write my, a book on her my, mat leaf. My classes, oh, yeah, my yeah. classes yeah. are like a driving. Any shit you thought was going to happen yeah. is not. So just not, randomly let, like let throw let urine at them in yes. the middle of the class and be like, Dash "This is what it's going to be like." Hello, go squeeze it. their nipples yeah. and be like, "This is what it's going to feel like." Yeah. yeah. I'll pause for five seconds. Yeah. Ready? <laughs> That's what it's like. This, this is your new life. Yeah. Get used to it. It'll you all be about poop, too. Call <laughs> all of them all Baby throughout poop? the night on, before the class. Yeah. Wake yeah. them up every yeah. hour and yeah. a half. Yeah. Just some random pranking. Yeah. I mean, our our class is called the realities of childbirth. Yeah. It is called the realities. So, I mean, yeah. I need to call it the realities of infant care. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're like, I, as soon as I'm done, they're like, uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. go to your baby. Your I take ba- it back. I take it back. Pick your baby up. It like, starts even with in the hospital immediately after birth because mm-hmm. I don't know how many times we get the question, so um, who's going to be caring for the baby while we're in the hospital? You, bitch. You. Say, the nurse is you. not coming to take your baby. Said to me, no, 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 you don't understand me. I mean, like, in the nighttime when I'm asleep, who's going to care for the baby best? <laughs> Bye-bye, sleep. And then I said, again, that. It's going to be you. Her face? <laughs> yeah. She was just like. <laughs> I was told there was a baby ward. No. Yeah. It's Where's not. Nice 2076. But, but what about the nursery? Yeah. The right. nursery? There's, there's, no, there's no nursery. There's none of that. 
it's just for the sick yeah, baby. Yeah, if babies mm-hmm. need if your special medical attention, nursery, you have a problem. problem. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no, like, nursery so or that the you can the grandparents are pressed up to the glass, mm-hmm. you know, fogging it up. Yeah. Right, mine's a third in the back from the left. <laughs> yeah, no, it's your baby. And you'll have your neighbor next door. Well, can we get a private room? Yeah. How do we how do we arrange that? Yeah. Oh, you have your baby at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. That's not gonna happen. We're stealing yet. that That's as a, a quote for yeah. our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. How do I get a private room at the hospital? Have your baby yeah. at home. Yeah. 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 Pretty much right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- these ideas are still pervasive they're still there and um i don't even i can't my mind explodes when i think about people trying to do this Mm -hmm. because i would literally i would literally go back and do infancy again knowing what i know now oh my gosh i would literally go back and do it completely differently Mm -hmm. and i would get a wrap and i would strap that baby to my chest and that is how i would live my life sarah said that the other day off only when they start to smell yes And or then I start to them around in some water and then put them back in. When you were yeah. postpartum dueling the other day, you were like, I don't think I ever sat for four hours with my baby on my chest. No. Mm-hmm. I did. I lived in that blue robe all day. I did oh, not. Beautiful. I was back to work at three months, so I definitely did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Are, are, when we talk about this stuff, are we being Canadian privileged when we Maybe, say probably, it? Probably. Yeah, if, what if you did have to go back at six weeks? Then yeah. Right. The I know. Well, and you? Then, mm-hmm. you know what? That's... The United States has got to get their medical, their maternity mm-hmm. system better. They are failing Big families yeah. right from the beginning. And yeah. there needs to be, there are enough workers out there yeah. to allow somebody to go on mat leave for a longer period of time. No, well, I mean, on. like if we can do it. Because yeah. we go on Twitter and you hear people saying, oh, wow, socialism, and I'm like, hello, just look north. That's yeah. always a hashtag, look north, mm-hmm. and yeah. you'll see we're doing it other... Mm-hmm. We don't have everything perfect either. No, we no. don't. But we certainly, going back at six weeks or even 12 oh weeks, gosh. that's ridiculous. It's so hard to Yeah, imagine. and so many other countries are doing it. So and it's not you guys have, like, the more. most money no. yeah. in They think it'll cost more, but it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. And I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Well, I do get it. It's mindset. It's... There, it's Every man for themselves. Instead Every of extinction yeah. crying your independent baby. Yeah. thing. Stand well, there are national demonstrate. holidays called Independence Day. Yeah. It's all about standing on your own mm-hmm. two feet, oh. being independent, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah. Uh, include, even if you're three weeks old, just do yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Get a job. Come on, man. We have a friend you who's a surgeon. You pay that $10,000 birth that exactly. you know, yeah. thought you Yeah, yeah. totally. We have a friend who's a, a surgeon, and she was back to work three weeks postpartum. And I'm thinking, if I'm going are you first? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. You're still bleeding. Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah. And you're standing there. And how exhausted are you? I don't want you doing surgery on me. No. Like, no. If no. You, you're how? still trying to figure out breastfeeding. If you're breastfeeding, mm-hmm. how's you know, your well, brain that's why even they have really breastfeeding? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. They the community they isn't can't. set up to support it. Absolutely not. So our our U.S. listeners, we we feel we for you. Really yeah. do feel mm-hmm. for you. Um, and we know that we're when we're not criticizing you, no, we totally no because feel, we you don't you didn't make these decisions. No. We don't we don't have politicians listening to us. However, you do have a very powerful tool at your disposal, and that is your vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So think about do it. That. It's coming up in November. It's coming in November. Yeah, do the right thing. Yeah. To try to make something because in Ontario, I'll be using my vote better this time around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that I voted for that asshole, but yeah. 
She's talking about Doug Ford, I think. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good guess. Should give him a mention. <laughs> give him a mention. We we'll yeah. just rip him up all the time. <laughs> oh, I sent him an email. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Which he will for sure read. I'm sure that mm-hmm. they said right on the website that everyone gets read. Wow. By who? I don't I know. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> yeah. Somebody Anyways. that they pay five dollars an hour. Underling. To. Yeah. Oh no, it'll be like his next door neighbors getting like twenty thousand dollars. This is six true. months of work. Mm-hmm. All right, we're at like almost one an hour and thirty. So Whoa. an hour and thirty. Wrap it up. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You guys make time fly. It was so fun. It was fun. Who has the best birth story? Oh, I have some pretty good. I'm sure you've told each other your birth stories. I feel like your Noah Riley story is good. Do you have a I have a good, uh, I tried to induce my own labor story that I oh, saved for you she guys. She did. It's disgusting. Tell it's that. Disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, too bad Steph's not here. Oh. She loves disgusting. So I went to 42 weeks with my second. Mm. So I was wow. trying everything. And I had done my doula training and we had talked about how like Pitocin is derived from pig sperm. So I'm like, sperm. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, well, I mean, I'm not going to, this is going to be really vulgar. You can cut it out. I'm not going to give (laughs) a blowjob to completion at 42 weeks. It's not happening. But I wonder if I ingest semen, if that will bring labor on. But prostaglandins prostaglandins by mouth versus into the vagina. I was like, maybe. But I'm thinking stomach acid's killing it all anyway. That's what I'm thinking. And I said, where the fuck were you, Sarah? (laughs) (laughs) You weren't thinking logically at this point. No, I was crazy. Okay, Okay. so ask her how she ingested it. So I went out for dinner with some girlfriends and then my husband sends me a picture of a shot glass in the fridge where he had left a deposit. So the next day I made myself a pineapple (laughs) labor-inducing smoothie. Oh my God! And... Brought it like to work, <laughs> drinking my. Oh! And it's already twelve hours old. Like it's hit oxygen. Like there's again. Literally... Where were you? Yeah. You need, it needs I to... have never heard that. Yeah, I usually I save it. So hard not to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told I tell clients that when they go overdue, I'm like, I will save a story for you when you are 41 weeks, and I will tell you this to. That's fair. I feel through. like you've earned that story. Yeah. yeah. Did you really far. think that it would make it? Like, how would it actually? <laughs> I didn't think. How... I didn't think. You just thought it's another Look, orifice. I'm 42 weeks. I showed up at a barbecue with a six pack. Like, (laughs) guess it didn't work. So they had to break my water the next day, but I got my home birth. So, oh, okay. Hilarious. Yeah, welcome. Super gross, but yeah, that's a good. I like the fact that your husband made the deposit in a shot glass, put it in the fridge, and sent you a picture of it. I wish I remembered which shot glass it was because now when we do shots at home, like like, you might have that glass. Fresh might have been better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for this. We oh hope that you guys. enjoyed it. Yes. They have to. <laughs> we hope the people listening. Enjoy yeah, it. I know they will. They have to. They there are people. Yeah. So they we're love all it. awesome. Yeah. All thank you, together. Steph, for bringing the donuts. Thank yeah. you, oh, Stephanie. So delicious. Who is running who? in and running out? Yeah, she ran in and ran out because she yeah. has a birth. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. You yeah. know, do a little mm-hmm. life. Do a little life. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, Thanks, guys. This was awesome. Thank you. We will definitely try and get to London yes. at some point. That'd be great. Maybe we will. Absolutely. It's beautiful up there. It's very, very 
It was just that day. Lots of forest. It was breezy, and it was just not... Forest? Really? I just saw... Forest City. Forest City. City. Yeah, lots of green. We have the most trees per capita and golf courses. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that so? Well, there's a point of pride. Mm -hmm. There you go. Trees. Londoners. (laughs) Perfect. All right. So... All right. Thank you, know. you guys for coming. Yes. Please remember to rate, review, rate, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. Send your stuff to thepragmaticdoulas at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Whatever. Whatever. Maybe we'll get a website one of these days. Did you know that if you subscribe, it just automatically downloads your podcast mm-hmm. episode every mm-hmm. week? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Did you know so that? So if you subscribe, your life is automatically made easier. Oh, yeah, and we hit 12,000 today. Whoop, mm-hmm. whoop. That's pretty Saw good. That. I told you guys yesterday, we got to need 40 more. And then it was like, woke up this morning, it was 12,000. Yay. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, awesome. It yeah. is awesome. So we're really pretty thrilled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for coming. Thanks for having and us. And talk to you next week. Yeah. All right. Which Bye. We don't know what the hell our topic will be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out.